Welcome to Married with Video Games. This week, Animal Crossing New Horizons. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. And with a special guest, Adelie, my sister. All the way from the guest bedroom. Yes. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> so as, uh, as the title suggests, we are talking about Animal Crossing New Horizons today. Uh, what is Animal Crossing? You have that. Oh, I do. <laughs> from Nintendo, this one specifically says you escape to a desert island and create your own paradise as you explore, create, and customize uh, in the... Animal Crossing New Horizons game. So specifically, Animal Crossing's been around for a while now. Oh, yes. Hold on. That this is, is the latest entry. Oh, man. We're just going to have to start this over. <laughs> no, that's okay. Okay. So Prior games. There we go. So, uh, wow. The original one was on the uh, N64 back in 2001, uh, Wild World 2005. There is City Folk in 2008 on the Wii and then New Leaf in 2012 on the 3DS. I have never played any of them. I seem to remember one on the GameCube. I don't know which one it was. I think I was 12, but it was my whole life <laughs> for a while. I wonder if the one that was on the N64 also went to the GameCube in a form. It might have been. I'm going to I'm gonna Google it. So, yeah. uh, again, I've never played any of the Animal Horizons up until this point. Uh, Adley has, uh, and she always talked highly of them. And then since she is here from Chicago, from the uh, insanity that's going on everywhere... We uh, decided to... She brought Animal Crossing with her. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm here because I want to be. Yeah. Not because she lives in our guest bedroom. That's right. <laughs> she, before she was in the attic, so she just got promoted to yeah, the guest bedroom. I had to earn my place. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so anyway, Animal Crossing, the New Horizon... You stole my page. Oh. What page? Oh, it's back here. I'm sorry. We're going to apologize for how haphazard this is because there is a global pandemic going on, so we're kind of throwing this just, together. And this is three <laughs> weeks later, so we just suck. Yeah, so. we're, we're on week three of being locked indoors, which we should have done a ton of podcasts, but instead we've played Animal Crossing. <laughs> the podcast can turn into, can we keep our sanity? Yeah, during this <laughs> whole process. will be a lot. So, uh, so other notes are uh, build your community from scratch on a desert island, brimming with possibility. These are all from the Nintendo website. Um, collect materials to construct everything from furniture to tools, then use what you create to give your island a personal touch. Uh, I call this game Capitalism, the video game. So it looks like the original Animal Crossing also went to the GameCube. Yeah, that okay. was... I wasn't around for N64 days, no. but I was like somewhere 10, 12. That was... It was great. Yeah. Population growing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, what specifically is New Horizon versus the other one? So New Horizon, the big difference is you start in a desert island. Yeah. yeah. The original one, you were put into a town... And you were still in charge of the development, but you didn't have to start from ground zero. There was a town square already. Residents were already there. I think it was actually a little bit more relaxed versus this. You really have to build from the ground up. So I hear this game is a lot slower paced than the other ones, too. Whereas in, new, in the other ones, like you said, you start with those where this one you start from zero. And then you, from what I noticed, I don't know if it's different than the other ones, but you have to wait an entire day. Oh my God. For something to happen. Two days for the museum. Oh my gosh, that took, I had so much stuff for blathers. <laughs> so you just, it's a lot of, I feel like, sitting and waiting the first 
24, 48 hours of this game. First week, you really have to earn your earn mm-hmm. your way through the first week. But I think, yeah, in the original one, you had less to work towards. So uh, why don't you tell me what a day is like in New Horizons? Everybody's looking at me, so I guess I will um, do that. Um, our days are very weird because during the week we're obviously working, so our day doesn't start <clears throat> until like 7 p.m. in Animal Crossing. Um, but for the most part, we, you know, log in, see what kind of mail we got from anybody, whether it's the Pelican sending us pyramids and Stonehenge. That was amazing. (laughs) Or, um, you know, turning things in or trading things into the... The store? The the store. Yeah, Timmy and Tommy. If we didn't want to toss them in the box overnight... To get all the full. I feel like twenty percent is a big cut. If you're outside of store hours, they take twenty percent. That is capitalism at its finest. Yeah, we just played Moonlighter for a while, and that had like a rummage bin where you know it started at like you got thirty percent of the proceeds. So eighty percent starting off is pretty good for Timmy and Tommy. Well, okay. Yeah. Um. And for the most part, we kind of do, like, a loop around our different islands of, like, checking for whether there's new fish um, or new fossils to dig up. Or bugs to scare away, Christina. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I still have not caught that moth that hangs out on the front of trees, and it's terrible. I scared three last night. Mm -hmm. We make our rounds. Yeah, we make our rounds, and then we have hunted a lot of manila clams because we are more collectors than anything for this game, and we are all about collecting and turning everything into blathers. So the manila clams make fish bait for people who are trying to, like, you craft them and it helps you spawn fish artificially rather than wandering around the island and hoping that they spawn naturally in the game. Mm -hmm. You have to dig them up one by one. You have to then craft each piece of fish bait individually. Oh, man. And the clams don't stack on top of each other in your pocket, so they take up a slot. Okay, well, we'll save that for some likes and dislikes, because clearly we have some... We have a lot to say on the clams. We have a lot to say on the clams and the the system in general, but... um, Kind of, you kind of touched on it, but what are your actual goals in this game? It depends on how you want to play the game. So um, we s- kind of skipped over the different reviews. Well, let me let me jump in real quick. Okay, that's fine. What are your goals, and what are your goals, Adelie? So let's start with you, Adelie. What are your actual goals in the game? Like, what do you hope to accomplish with your town? And then, Christy, what do you hope to accomplish with your town? There's so many different elements to the game, and I think it's nice because people can choose what they focus on. There's botany. You can plant flowers and trees. Um, There's different fruit that you can collect. I don't know. Being a capitalist at heart, my goal is to make a ton of money so I can keep investing in infrastructure, (laughs) to put it mildly. Well, you're doing better than our government does on it, so... Yeah, but I haven't paid off my home loan, my mortgage. (laughs) Yeah, you keep overdue. Yeah, it's zero bells. So my goal is to... um, I care a lot about the design and the layout, so I'm really working on making um, accessibility key in my island, and that enables me to make my rounds easier, to catch fish and bugs easier. Um, But I'm also a collector at heart. I'm sure Matt and Christina have talked about Magic the Gathering, which I also play. So I'm also really trying to get all the fish. This is my fault that they both like Magic. It is. It is your fault. (laughs) It's Uh, her fault. And we've spent more than you on Magic, so... She tries to curtail us. Mm, yeah, that's probably true, but 
I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's a discussion for another time. Because of you, though. <laughs> this is all still your fault. I know. So what is your goal for your island specifically? Because everyone's island is unique. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I want to pay off all my debts, which is me just being an adult. It sounds like um, you in person. It does sound like me in person. Um, I definitely want to upgrade the infrastructure so, you know, build all the bridges so you don't need your vaulting pole all the time. Build the different ramps. Um and then probably design, which for all of our two listeners that always listen to this, you guys heard in Stardew Valley that I don't care about design, but in Animal Crossing it's very different because that's one of the main focuses of the game. So it's there's a big emphasis on like the items you get and the things you can craft where you can't really just set random things in random places you kind of need it to look good except in like the first week you get a bunch of things to set on tables and you don't have tables so they sit on the floor you never have tables you never have tables in this game <laughs> it's fun with the items and decorations you acquire because it's spontaneous a mm -hmm. lot of the time you don't really get to choose the recipes or the designs you get to build and the furniture that people will give you so it's about making the best with what you get yes yep definitely um, we did gloss over, um, going through the actual reviews for the game, because it's only been out a couple weeks now. Right now, it has a 91 on Metacritic from, um, like, different review sites, but it only has a 5.4 from users. And the main <sighs> issue, when I was scrolling through people's angry comments, was that you only have one island per Switch. And that includes if you buy multiple copies of the game. It's still the same it's island. It's the same island. So you can't even buy multiple copies of the game to alleviate that issue. You have to buy a Nintendo Switch and you have to buy them on the black market at this point in time. So oh yeah, the biggest, so the, I don't actually have an island of my own. I will occasionally play Adelie's or my wife, wife's game here because they're working and when I'm off on certain days I'll just sit and play during the day for them because there are things you can catch during the day that don't exist at night time and vice versa mm -hmm. so there are time frame things and when they're working they don't get to sit and play all day which is how they would like that being said I can't true. make my own game or my own island and play on there because of this limitation uh, I can see why people would like to share an island, but I also really see the want to have your own space. Yes, your and own. We do have two different switches in this house right now, so that's kind of nice, especially when one of us wants to play The Witcher. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> the other two people out. can just take switches. Yeah, and we're all in our own little world. It's great. That's our family <laughs> bonding time. In the evenings, we sit on the couch. We all have our own separate system. Hold on, that's a dog. We're going to close the door. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so, um, but that is a big gripe with the game. Uh, users are, I, I almost feel unfairly bombing it, but Nintendo, this is this is a real big F up, I think. Yeah, it seems... Um, Greedy? Yeah, a little bit. It just feels like a money grab from them, in my opinion, and it just, um, I know that probably wasn't the intention behind it but you can't really look at it any other way and unfortunately with things the way they are right now that's how people are going to see this uh especially because you can't get a nintendo switch anywhere else if black you, market black market for and, like six hundred dollars yeah yeah mm -hmm. yeah and no one's going to pay double the amount for nintendo switch when there's a lot of other things you could buy 
for much cheaper. I wouldn't say no one. I almost sold my original Switch so I could buy the Animal Crossing print special edition <laughs> Switch, <laughs> but it sold out too quickly. So, oh well. Oh well. well other than that, what are the other okay. review sites actually saying? So the review sites, I grabbed two. Um, I want to pull this a little closer so it sounds a little better. Um, from Polygon, New Horizons is the first full Animal Crossing game in HD and the impact is dramatic. These beautiful moments were previously muddied up and obscured by the 240p Nintendo 3DS screen and the otherwise excellent Animal Crossing New Leaf. But the boost in resolution isn't just for the atmosphere, it has an impact on the entire game. One of the main activities in Animal Crossing is catching and selling bugs. A pill bug on a 240p screen is basically a dot. A centipede is reduced to a wiggly line. And I apparently did not copy and paste and print this correctly, but they do say when you hit a rock and a centipede comes out, you see all of its yeah, legs going, yeah. mm -hmm. yep. which is really cool. I notice when the wind blows, all the individual oh, leaves move in the trees. It's and a it's... very pretty game. It does look really good, actually. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm impressed with that. Um, also from IGN, their overall review, because they give the score at the bottom, they gave it a 9, and then they have like a one-sentence thing, and it says, Animal Crossing New Horizons is an expanded, polished, next-generation reboot of a classic Nintendo game that's full of surprises. And then I grabbed their paragraph where they said... There's so many different types of Animal Crossing players, and yet Animal Crossing New Horizons manages to improve upon the virtual lives of each player type that I can think of. For the collector, there's a near-bottomless bounty of bugs, fish, and furniture to gather. For the designer, there are new tools and few limits to what you can craft and customize. But it's the artists, the decorators, and the dreamers who should be most excited. There's an entire island to jazz up, expanding the customizable area far beyond the walls of your house, which is all that previous Animal Crossing games allowed them to tinker with. It's almost, in your first week, too overwhelming, all of the stuff you can do. It is. And then you feel limited at the same time, yes. because you can only do so much, but you're surrounded by so much potential. Yes. And then you it passes in... Real time. In real time. So you're stuck until, like, the next day. Yeah, by other than if you cheat and yeah. switch the time for it on the Switch, which I know some people will do, but I hear that actually messes with the time in your game when you do stuff like that. Yeah, I haven't looked into it quite enough yet. I'm a purist. Mm -hmm. yeah. Time travelers frustrate me, but do what you want to do. <laughs> so, uh, we covered some of it, but what are your big likes about this game? And then we'll do the dislikes afterwards. So likes first. What do you like the most? Christy first, and then we'll do Adelie. What do I like the most? I think the potential <clears throat> of the entire island. Just you can pick and choose what you want to do and how you want to do it in your own time. If you don't want to collect anything for Blathers at the museum, you don't have to. You can sell it all for a profit and pay back Tom Nook. So theoretically, you have to get Blathers on the island to progress the game. Though, yes. Correct? It's, you have to at least catch five and turn them in. I think you have to catch... Yeah. Is it five or is it 20? There was, I think when you originally start with Tom Nook, it's like five-ish that you have to give them. Then you wait till the next day. Then you give Blathers X amount and Blathers is tense. <laughs> then you wait two more days and then you've at least progressed that far with yes. the museum. And then you can stop there if you want. You never have to give them anything again. Yeah, that's yeah, true. You have to do a certain amount, but it's not that hindering to catch that many no. items. Really, you get so many just walking around. It's a big part of the game. Too. Yeah. You don't have to, but... It is there for that that purpose. All right, Adelaide, what's your favorite thing about the game? What do you like to do the most in the game and then what do you like overall? 
I think with any game and with Animal Crossing specifically, I like the variety of goals that they have you working towards. You know, it's your house, it's the design, it's upgrading your infrastructure on the island, it's bonding with your residents. I like being able to prioritize, task manage, and work on those goals, especially right now in this lull that we're living in. It gives me goals to work towards. <laughs> lull is a very polite way to say the state of our world right now. Yeah, we'll I call like it that. that. <laughs> a hiatus. Okay. I know you two share one of the biggest dislikes in the game, so before we touch on that... What other things do you not like about the game? You mentioned something about the inventory and how things are held. Yeah, that's more of a gripe than actually a dislike. Because once you get to a certain point in the game, you have enough space in your inventory where it doesn't matter if you have 25 manila clams on you. You have the space for it. But at the beginning, when you only have the three rows and the pretty you much... Have two the f- rows in the beginning. Uh, yeah, that's true. And the first almost the entire first row is just your tools that you need. You're Mm -hmm. very limited and you're selling stuff like every five minutes just to make room. So a good improvement would be to have stackable... Everything be stackable. I don't know. Except for bigger ticket items. So what if the fish weren't stackable but the manila clams specifically were... It'd be an improvement. It'd be an improvement. I think all of the fish should be stackable. Like, it's not like Stardew Valley where there's different, um, like rankings there's not like the silver and the gold and the platinum it's literally you catch a fish why can't it stack then i could catch three thousand sea bass and not (laughs) have to run back to the store exactly so the other thing i see you both very frequently frustrated with i should say is not being able to craft multiple of the same item yeah you should be able to go to your craft desk or tom nook's craft table and say how many do you want to craft if you have the materials for it Mm mm-hmm The other thing I would say to snowball off that is your DIY table, at least if it's in your house, should be able to access your storage. So you don't have to pull in, pull out. It's a lot of inventory management. Mm -hmm. And there's like, there's a certain element of fun to inventory management, but sometimes it can be too much. Yes. My, My other gripe is how quickly the tools break. Yeah. Oh my God. And it almost seems at inopportune moments. So... Overall quality of life changes, more durability, yeah, stackable items, being able to access multiple points from one thing in your house would yes. make a lot of sense because that's where your storage is. Yes. Specifically. Okay. Now let's cover the big the big annoyance with both of you, uh, the Easter event. Stop making me catch eggs that I think are fish. Those eggs are going to be the death of me, I swear to God. There's another, like, eight days, I think, of having every other thing that you harvest be an egg. Yes, I need to start crafting fences, so I need to catch a lot of wood. But every time I hit a tree, at least one of those pieces is an egg. I wonder if there's a bunny day fence that you could just have an Easter fence all year round. <laughs> yes. So, first off... You said it best when you described the rabbit that shows up to your island looks like one of the animatronics from Five, Five Nights, Nights at, at Freddy's, Freddy's. <laughs> which is a horror game for anyone who doesn't know that will scare the life out of you. Just type it into Google and look at the picture that comes up. It's yeah, so and just terrifying. watch, uh, just if watch some gameplay and see how you feel about it. Where do you play that? Now I kind of want to play. You can play it on your phone or on a computer or even on the PlayStation. I think it might be on there actually. Do you have Five Nights at Freddy's? No, I did play it, but I've never bought the game. Well, okay. maybe if we find some time in the next couple of weeks. Oh, it's so, it's, There's no time in the next couple of weeks. We're you know, all so busy. So I've been playing Resident <laughs> Evil 3, a little off topic here, but 
you know how you say uh, it, that looks like really nerve wracking. Oh my god! It five Nights and Freddy's is five times worse. Oh my playing gosh. it is it really? Uh, yeah. The, in- the intense fear you feel the entire time you play that game is awful. We'll show you afterward. <laughs> I think we should do it. I think we should have some glasses of wine. And oh I think boy! We should do it. That's <laughs> my proposal for our Saturday evening. Yes. Okay. Is there anything else you you don't like about the game, or is it just, this this event is just not done very well? I understand. I mean, Animal Crossing is very much geared towards a younger generation of gamers and not so much us 20-something-year-olds that are currently playing it. Um, It is and it isn't. So I understand, you know, the childlike nature of, what is it, Bunny Day? Is that what it is? Yeah, they call it Bunny Day, yep. But it's 12 days. Like, a week week max. A week would be great. Five days to a week. I don't need 12 days of getting eggs every time I hit a rock or... I want presents on my island, but I don't want the Easter egg ones. And we were talking about this this morning. We kind of just ignore the ones that are the Easter ones. Oh my god, I do. Like, I don't have the time to stop what I'm doing to hit this third Easter balloon out of the air. Yeah, and then you're supposed to make all of the DIY recipes, and then you get something from the bunny at the end. And I don't know that I care enough to craft all the crap that I'm not going to put anywhere after this event is done. Arguably, I could sell it. And... But I want to see how much an egg itself sells for, and I might just sell all the eggs. Ooh, that's a good idea. We're going to look into that after this. <laughs> a capitalism piece. So, what is your hope for future events? So, I, I'm, let, me, let me phrase this a little differently. So, what would you like to see uh, in terms of either improvements? So, let's say they keep the length of time. What would make the event more enjoyable for you? What if it's not just collecting things? What else would you like to see in these events, I think? Other activities, having to visit other people to do things? What What do you feel about it? Traveling to different islands would be cool. Yeah, like new landscapes. Yep. Um, if you traveled to another island, or even on your own island, um, different merchants to come in, or like uh, games to play to win the things to craft stuff, maybe? Like the Stardew Valley Fair. Yes. <laughs> That'd be interesting. That wouldn't be that hard to put in there. They already no. kind of have the base for it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see items I actually want. Yes. Like the mm-hmm. Gulliver, the seagull that's passed out on your beach. Yes. When you help him, he sends you... Like a monument or yeah, something. Yeah, the first time. So you got a pyramid, I got Stonehenge, and then I just helped him a second time and he sent me like a hat. Well, that's <laughs> drastically different <laughs> so than different. Stonehenge, but either way, that's something unique and interesting and it gives you an item that really adds like a lot of value to your island. Mm-hmm. So events like this, if these Bunny Day eggs made something really cool, uh, I think I'd have a less problem with digging up an an egg every yes. single day. I don't need to craft 70 different things. Yeah, so the eggs are only as valuable as the items you get to produce from them. Correct. Okay, well, uh, with that, uh, <laughs> what is your overall rating of the game? So one through five, you can do half stars if you like. Adelie, what's your overall rating of this game and why? I give it a 4.5. I think a, a big piece of that is the nostalgia. I really am brought back to my childhood GameCube days. I think it's very well done. I think the graphics are beautiful and I play it every single day. So obviously something is keeping me coming back. I think the point five is just the logistical pieces that we touched on. Yeah. How about you? I would probably give it a four mostly because I've never played it before. And as I've said in prior podcasts, I'm not one for customization and design, but, um, 
this game will probably get me into it. But if I really was into that, and I would probably do 4.5 as well. Well, with that, uh, what do you guys think of the game? If you have any, um, what what is your rating? What do you guys uh, like? What do you dislike? If you uh, closing thoughts. Yeah, if you wanna, yeah, if you wanna <laughs> have any. Um, ask us more, ask us questions about anything here, you want to just tell us what you think of it, you can always reach out to us at gamingmarriage at gmail.com and gamingmarriage at Twitter. Or it's at gamingmarriage on on Twitter. Um, So, and uh, there'll probably be a lot of games coming out right now. Uh, We might talk about some of the ones that just came out, like Resident Evil 2 or 3 or Final Fantasy was coming out. Someone is very excited for Final Fantasy, So uh, you should should know, and it's not me. It's not me either. (laughs) So, uh, hopefully you're ready for that. All right, bye. Bye.